0: We need to be making a positive influence on everybody that comes in contact with us. Thank you for that that other one amen. We should be positively influencing the world around us. The world should become a better place because we're in it. Come on, somebody amen me better than that. Well, you might be thinking, well, really, should I, should I cause that kind of influence in people's life? Yes. That's what we were put here for. It isn't just for us to go through life and have everybody influence us. We should be influencing others positively. This gets, this gets you know, some people like, oh, no, I, want, I want it done for me. Listen, we need to be making other people's lives better because they came in contact with us. Why? Because we carry the life of God in us. Amen. We carry the power of God inside of us. We have been bought by the blood of Jesus, which is the, the power of God into salvation. And it's what makes our lives more positive. So therefore, somebody who doesn't know God should be positively influenced by us because they came in contact with us. Why? Because the life of God is living in us, and when they come in contact with it, they should feel different. In Acts chapter 8, verse number 4, we read these words. Therefore, those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. And the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. Now this is the part I want you to get right here, verse number eight. And there was great joy in that city. Why? Because Philip had had a shared experience of church with somebody else, and when he went out sharing what his experience was, he caused great joy to come to another city. What happened? He made somebody else's life better. He made somebody else's life change for the positive. We should be making people around us lives better. Our shared experience should cause people to live better, enjoy life better, experience better things in our lives. Not because we're forcing them to, but because they want to. Now I want to show you the last part of our video, and I've showed a little bit of this video every week. And uh, I love TED Talks. I don't know if anybody else watches TED Talks in here, but I love them. I think they're one of the greatest tools out there. And uh, you can pretty much learn anything on a TED Talk, okay? This guy talked about, uh, did a whole uh, TED Talk on shared experiences. And the first week, he talked about um, the fear thing where they did an exper- uh, a, a thing on a subway where they, they called it the no-pants subway ride. And they had guys just wearing boxers. In New York City, in the middle of wintertime, on, you know, they had coats and hats and mittens and shoes and everything, but they just, it all seemed to forget their pants. And so they get on the subway, and there's this lady sitting on the subway, and she's like, you can tell she's nervous because there's people that aren't wearing pants, which, rightly so, we would all be. And this is kind of like a candid camera thing. And so she's really, you know, and so she goes back to reading her book. And so then the next guy gets on, and she's now starting to notice. There's, and so she closes the book and puts the book away and really starts to pay attention. And you can tell on the video she's nervous until she connects with somebody across from her who's laughing about the whole thing, and immediately the fear just leaves. And she starts laughing and enjoying it and understanding it's a prank that was our first thing fear loosens up the second thing they all went to a gr- a, a big uh, a department store and and it had 70 some windows and they put actors in every one of the windows and they all danced and they had all these cues that they were doing and they would all point to one and, and one guy would dance and then they would all dance together and then and by the time it was over with outside of a subway station there was hundreds of people watching this watching all these people stand in these department store windows dancing what happened greater amount of influence on a greater amount of people Last week, they all put on <laughs> blue polos and khaki pants, and 70 of them went to a Best Buy and just stood around. Now, some of you may be thinking, what does that mean? You ever been to a Best Buy? All the staff wears blue, ca- blue shirts and khaki pants, much like Chris did this morning. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they, they all had on, and, 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 and they're, all, they're not doing anything. Everybody's just kind of standing around with their arms folded, you know, just kind of, you know, looking like they worked there, but they don't really. And the you know people are panicking. They're trying to shut it down. They're trying to stop it. And the police come in and they just go, uh, "It's they're not doing anything wrong." There's really nothing we can do. There's nothing illegal about wearing a blue polo and khaki pants in a Best Buy. What happened? They became an unstoppable force. So this week we're going to wrap this up by showing you how do we make how we can make the world a better place by sharing our experiences. Go ahead and roll that.
1: I think our best projects are ones that are site-specific and happen at a particular place for a reason. And one morning, I was riding the subway. I had to make a transfer at the 53rd Street stop where there's these two giant escalators. And it's a very depressing place to be in the morning. It's very crowded. So I decided to try to stage something that could make it as happy as possible for one morning. So this was in the winter of 2009, 8.30 in the morning, it's morning rush hour, it's very cold outside, people are coming in from Queens, transferring from the E train to the 6 train, and they're going up these giant escalators on their way to their jobs. There's a photograph that illustrates it a little bit better. He gave 2,000 high-fives that day, and he washed his hands before and afterward and uh, did not get sick. And that was done also without permission, um, although no one seemed to care.
0: So basically, the, the point of this prank was just make everybody's day. You know, this should be the purpose of the church. Our church uh, is going to be and listen this has been a vision casting message and, and series. Our church is going to be the kind of place that we just want to make Orlando better. Yeah. Not because we're forcing anybody to do it. Not because we're making anybody do it. Not because we're going to, you know, I mean, I'm, we're going to be vocal about what we believe, but we're not going to force anybody to believe it. We want to make it so appealing to people that they just want it. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, if you notice, there was people reaching over just to get a high five. <laughs> Why? Because it made their day. Yeah. It was enough of the, a break from the norm that it, it, it made their day and made their day better. When Christians are functioning as Christians, loving people with the love of Christ, things should be happening to people all around us that cause great joy in this city. Come on, that's good. Now, we've mistaken causing someone to have great joy and and have a better life by forcing someone to have a better life. You know, you can't force happiness and you can't force joy, but you can make things so appealing that they want it. All right, listen, many people don't know that they need a better life until they first know that they want a better life. All right, the only reason um, that they get to a point where they want it is one of two things happen. They usually get tired of where they are or they see something for as good as it can be. All right. Matthew uh, Henry's commentary on this scripture um, says this, Philip preached the things concerning the kingdom of God, the, the constitution of that kingdom, the laws and ordinances of it, the liberties and privileges of it, and the obligations we are all under to be the loyal subjects of that kingdom. And he preached the name of Jesus Christ, a king of that kingdom, his name, which is above every name. He preached it up in its commanding power and influenced all that by which he, uh, he has made himself known. The people not only gave heed to what he said, but at length believed it and were fully convinced that it, now check this out, that it was of God and not of men and gave up themselves to the direction and government to the, of the kingdom. The commentary on critical and, and explan, explanatory of the whole Bible said this Great joy in that city came over the change that was wrought on it by the gospel, as well as the cures which attested its divine character. Listen, there's a lot of us that fully don't understand and trust in the power of the gospel by itself. That's why we always try and add to it, and we try and make people believe it. Listen, we don't need to make anybody believe anything. We need to present the gospel in and of itself in order to make, and listen, the gospel is, is presented in word and in deed. And that is enough in and of itself to change somebody and make somebody's life better. Well, what if they don't receive it? Then that means we move into the, the place where Paul said, I planted in Apollos water. What are we? We're one or the other. If I'm not a harvester, then I'm a planter and a, and a waterer, and those are equally important. All right, that the shared experience of church that is fully functioning uh, as as the body of Christ will make someone's life better. Jesus tells us how this works in Luke chapter twenty seven. Uh, excuse me, Luke chapter six, verse twenty seven. He says this, you have heard that it was said you shall love the na- you love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who, c- who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. What's he saying? Make their day, make their life better, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only, what what do you do more than others? Do not even the tax collectors do so? Therefore, you shall be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect. What's he telling people here? Love people the way I love them. And love can be defined as this, the selfless promotion of someone else. Now, that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Have you ever noticed how much people really like to talk about themselves? (laughs) Anybody else notice that? Or am I the only one? (laughs) I mean, I, I mean, you get people talking about themselves, and they'll talk all day long. And when they leave you, they think you're just the nicest person in the world. You're just the greatest person in the world. And, and why? Because they've talked about themselves the whole time. But let me tell you something. If they leave you feeling that way, and you had to put up with every crazy story from their past, if they walk away feeling better about themselves, then guess what happens? You have loved them. Come on. You have selfishly promoted them. You didn't do it for yourself, you did it for them, and they walk away from you better. Come on, somebody, that's good. All right, Paul echoes this sentiment in Romans chapter 12, verse number 20. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Even if it's just making somebody feel better about themselves that's how we that's how we make their life better okay it isn't begrudgingly it's trying our best to make someone around us better today this is what this shared experience of this church is all about this is what we're going to do now listen when we go out and we'll be we'll be starting other series in fact we're going to start one next week about how to talk to your problems all right, And so we're going to get into some more, some more normal church-type stuff, but I hope that you've, you've really been able to capture in, the, in this introductory series, the vision for this church. Listen, it all winds up in a nutshell as this. We want to make people around us better because they came in contact with us. We want people to go away happier. but if somebody'd be having a bad day, they leave us feeling better than they did before. Now listen, we'll get into other things. Where where homeless people that are that are going to be you know sleeping somewhere uh, go away with a with, with a little bit more than what they had before. We're going to have people that are starving that are going to go away with food, and we're going to do all those things. What's the, the bottom line? People will go away from us better because we're sharing our experiences here. We're here to help the helpless, to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked, naked, to make someone's life better because they've shared their experience with us. And at the end of the day, they'll smile and say, wow, those folks at Destination Church sure are nice. Wow, the God that they serve sure is nice. I really want something of that. And their life will be better because they want it to be better, not because we forced them to accept what we believe because they wanted it. Amen, heads bowed, eyes closed, I'm done. Father, thank you for our time together today. Lord, we thank you for this shared experience today. And we thank you that as we go out to do what you've called us to do, people's lives will forever be better because of, of what you are calling us to do. Lord, they'll, they'll, we'll be able to take your life-giving power, and, and in word and in deed, we'll be able to change people's lives. We'll be able to just make someone's day just by being nice to them. We'll be able to make someone's day just by saying a, a, you know, a, a pat on the back and, a, and an arm around their shoulder and, and, and letting them cry on, our, on, on ours. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that as we just go and spend time with people and build relationships with people and we hear every crazy thing under the sun that's going on in their life, Father, that even if we're just the catch-all for the stuff that's going on in their life, Lord, if they walk away better, that they walk away feeling better, that they walk away knowing that the weight has been lifted, Father, we pray that that seed then goes into the heart and makes a difference in their life and causes them to take a step towards you because we are making their life better. Help us share those experiences with people today. Give us boldness to share that. In Jesus' name.